Hey guys, it's your host, Jumi Moses, and welcome to Award to the Wise, a weekly podcast where I drop some knowledge and tips on how to combat obstacles in your life and become the best version of yourself. I also discuss ways to develop compassion, empathy, and growth in a direction of love and acceptance for all. I promise you, it's positive vibes only. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Award to the Wise podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Moses, and thank you so much for tuning in. The mantra of the week is, I release shame, anxiety, and control over the things I perceive as my shortcomings. I will make peace with my journey while embracing self-evolution and self-discovery. I will no longer be hard on myself. I'm going to repeat it one more time and you repeat it with me. I release shame, anxiety, and control over the things I perceive as my shortcomings. I will make peace with my journey while embracing self-evolution and self-discovery. I will no longer be hard on myself. Hey guys, so you may have noticed I haven't posted a new episode in the last two weeks. I sincerely apologize for that. Thank you for your patience and thank you for your grace. You know, sometimes when you're an artist or a content creator, there are moments it gets pretty overwhelming sharing your ideas or art or content with the world, especially when doubt or negative self-talk creeps in. And that sometimes causes the passion you have for creating to dwindle a bit. And I know many of us can relate to this. And, you know, to that end, I was having one of those moments. I found myself queuing up episodes, but struggling to hit the publish button. Maybe it's a sign I'm burnt out and need a proper break to regroup. However, I have a couple more episodes that I would love to release and I plan on taking an official break in September. I will give you guys more details closer to that time. Um, but you know, from now leading up to September, I'm going to be posting episodes regularly and won't be taking many gaps in between. I'm going to keep myself accountable and, you know, make sure that you guys are getting this content because I do know you guys enjoy it. And I appreciate you all for tuning in and listening every week that you do. So I really, really just want to say I appreciate that and I do not take it for granted. So again, thank you so much for your understanding. And with that, let's jump into today's episode. Today, I want to talk about making hard decisions. At the beginning of this year, one of the things I said I wanted to lean into more was being comfortable with discomfort. And one thing I've learned from leaning into this process is that making major life decisions, even if it's the right decision, 
can sometimes feel extremely uncomfortable. And I used to believe that when it comes to making the right decision, it's going to always feel good. And for me, if it didn't feel good, then it meant that it probably wasn't the right decision, right? Most of the decisions I've made in my life, if I'm being honest and looking back, even though they were the right decisions and they accompanied with a sense of peace, I also realized that there was some sort of resistance or discomfort with it. And sometimes that discomfort, I'm able to kind of put in the back and not let it affect me and just focus on the piece that I'm, that's coming from the decision that I'm making. But as I've gotten older, I've realized that as I continue to make hard decisions or decisions that potentially alter the trajectory of my life, the discomfort has become louder and harder to ignore. So although I do think that if you're making hard, potentially life-altering decisions, there should be a level of comfort that comes with it. And that comfort, I'm talking about peace, or you've really sat there and reflected on it before you made the decision. So there's some level of, okay, yeah, this is the path I'm going to walk down. But what do we do with that discomfort, that also comes with it. Because think about it. Sometimes when we make these hard decisions, we feel at peace at the moment and we feel comfortable with it. But as we sit down and start to ruminate over our decision, that feeling starts to dissipate. And what accompanies that is discomfort. So what happens when you make the right decision and you feel comfortable about it in the moment And then you stop feeling comfortable about it after the fact. Or what happens when you know that this is the right decision that you have to make, but it just feels so uncomfortable, even though you know you have to make that decision. What do you do? How do you confront that discomfort? How do you make the decision even when it's uncomfortable? Or how do you stick with the decision that you know is right in your gut but it feels uncomfortable after the fact. For example, choosing to start exercising more might feel right in the moment. And you're like, yes, more exercise, I can definitely do that. Then eventually it dawns on you about two days into it or a week into it that, wait a minute, I have to actually be consistent and stick with this decision for a long period of time. And for most people, that's a lot to deal with. And they end up falling off the wagon and not work out as much. That's why you see people kind of start working out and then they'll stop and they'll start working out. It's really all about the mindset. Or another example, you're trying to make the decision to learn how to communicate better. But that type of decision automatically brings up a lot of discomfort in people even though it's a good decision to know how to communicate more. And that's because practicing communication is going to be very uncomfortable for a while before it gets comfortable. It's kind of like learning how to ride a bike, right? You get on the bike, you're like, yes, I'm going to ride the bike. I want to learn a new mode of transportation, but it's a bit wobbly. It's a bit shaky. And with more and more practice, 
that feeling of discomfort turns into comfort. And that's what happens with a lot of these decisions that we have to make. So my point with all of this is that sometimes in life, there are decisions that are easy and comfortable to make. But there are also some decisions, especially as we get older, that although they're the right decisions, especially when we've reflected on it, we've gotten insight from our intuition that this is the right decision, it still comes with discomfort that we have to sit in for a while. And that is where the challenge lies. How do we sit in that discomfort or how do we make peace with that discomfort as we have to make these hard decisions? Because these hard decisions oftentimes are the decisions that lead to our growth and are better for us in the long run. And another thing I realized is that making hard decisions takes a lot of courage. Part of why certain decisions are hard is because they have the potential to change our status quo. And although many of us might crave change, we do not crave uncertainty or the unknown, which is the other side of change, which leads me to the first step in making hard decisions and also how to lean into the discomfort that comes with making those decisions. Step one, when making hard decisions, do not be attached to the outcome of what that decision is supposed to look like. For example, you might think, okay, well, if I make this hard decision, I'm going to feel this about it. I'm gonna feel great after. Or if I make this decision, this is what's going to be the result of it. The truth is, hard decisions come with a lot of uncertainty and unknown. It really ignites a lot of fear within us because a lot of the reason why those decisions are hard or difficult is because we cannot actually predict what our future is going to look like based on that decision. So all you really need to focus on and lean on is the fact that at this moment in time, you're making the decision that is calling out to you the most. Step two, when making hard decisions, let it come from your heart. That is where your intuition lies. Meditate on that decision. Pray about it if you like to pray reflect on it, ask yourself for clarity. If you have time to make the decision, because a lot of these decisions, people might want to rush into it. If you have time to make the decision, use that time to really reflect, drop into your heart for guidance before you make the decision. Step three, when making hard decisions, Think about some of the hard decisions you've made in the past and what their outcome was. This is something that really helps me, right? Because when I'm faced with a very difficult decision and I feel like a lot of anxiety is coming up, I always think about decisions that I've had to make in the past that felt impossible to make. And I just try to think to myself, like, when I made that decision, what was the outcome? Did it make me a better person? Am I proud of myself for making that decision? 
And most importantly, what did I learn about myself and others through that decision? This is very instrumental in kind of calming down that anxiety that you might feel when making difficult decisions. Step four, when making hard decisions, let go of the fear of making the wrong decision. This is something I struggle with that leads me into some sort of decision paralysis because I always thought that discomfort around a decision meant there was a high chance it was the wrong decision and it would awaken so much anxiety within me. I later realized that the discomfort around a decision that was right for me was coming from a place of considering what other people would think and the fear of disappointing them, which ties in perfectly to step five, which is when making hard decisions, let go of the idea of pleasing other people. This is something I have personally struggled with because I tend to want to make decisions that appease everyone. But guess what? It is very hard to appease everyone. Trying to appease everyone will leave you always putting yourself last and never pleasing yourself. And also it is quite literally impossible to please everyone. But I still say all of that to also say that I do think it's important to consider how your decisions might affect other people. However, if it's coming from a place of fear, of rejection, or not wanting to hurt someone's feelings, or to live your life in a way that would be considered to be acceptable by other people, then you are going to be living a life to please others and make them comfortable instead of yourself. And you're actually going to deviate from your life's plan or purpose or calling. Obviously, the disclaimer here is that there are some hard and uncomfortable decisions that actually require you to make that decision because you are considering the people in your life, especially when you have a spouse or you have children, right? There are some decisions that actually work in the opposite direction. Here, I'm kind of more talking about personal decisions that you have complete agency over, right? And don't really have to consider other people too much because this decision really only affects you and not really, it doesn't really affect other people as much. Step six, when making hard decisions, know that peace and discomfort can hold the same space at the same time. Again, this ties into everything I've been saying, right? That sometimes the hard decisions that you know in your heart you have to make can also be uncomfortable. I used to think of these things as being mutually exclusive. There's no way a hard decision or any decision is going to feel uncomfortable and also feel like the right decision at the same time. Well, the truth of the matter is both of these things more often than not coexist when it comes to making a decision. So You can feel peace about the situation and know in your heart that this is a decision you have to make, but also be very torn up and uncomfortable with the decision. 
When I look back at certain decisions that were difficult but aided in my growth, I realized that although I felt peace with my decisions, sometimes I also felt very uncomfortable. And I have a very interesting example, actually, that goes back um, about a decade and a half when I was in sixth grade. I was about 12 years old and I was friends with these two girls that um, were very popular and they were the more outspoken girls. So I was really happy about being friends with them. And one morning at school, they asked me about an upcoming exam and suggested that we sit together so I can give them the answers. I was too scared to say no in the moment because I did not want to lose their friendship. I'm like, here are these cool girls. They're super outspoken. Everybody just wants to be their friend. And here I am, their friend. Um, I can't say no to, you know, helping them cheat. So the whole day I felt very anxious and I was trying to convince myself to go along with the plan. Something in the back of my head was like, oh, I don't, I don't think I want to do this. So anyways, the afternoon comes around, we're in math class, and it's the second to last period of the day. Our teacher passes out the exams, and she returns to her desk. We were sitting all the way in the back so we can execute this cheating plan, and the teacher had her head down reading a book. So a few minutes go by, and they start asking me to pass out the answers as I go through the exam. I didn't answer, but I just was riddled with anxiety. Like, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? I've been thinking about this this whole day. And a few minutes go by again. They poke me again and they're like, hey, like, what are the answers? So I eventually like just summed up the courage and listened to my intuition, listened to myself. And I turned around and I said, no. And they look at me really funny, like, huh? So they ask again. I said no again. Then they called me like a loser, like your teacher's pet, you're so weird, and all of that stuff. And, you know, I felt really bad about it. And at this point, I was like, you know what? I'm probably going to lose their friendship. I had been thinking about it all day, and I had sort of made peace with the fact that, you know what? I'm probably going to lose their friendship. They're probably not going to want to hang out with me anymore. Um, but I realized that although I was very uncomfortable with saying no, and the decision to cheat would have been a lot easier for me to do, I realized that in the long run, it was actually really better for my confidence and, you know, who I became as a person. And actually, I think it warranted them to have more respect for me because, it made them realize like you can't bully me into doing something or I'm not going to fall for peer pressure. And it also made me realize that I did not betray myself or my values. And it actually, you know, even though I was 12 then, again, like it really enhanced my self-confidence and just knowing that I don't need to please these people um, just so that they feel good about me and I continue to be friends with them because in my heart, I didn't want to cheat. I didn't want to get in trouble. So that's just an example of, you know, peace with a decision and also discomfort existing at the same time, holding space for both of them, but still pressing forward and making the decision that is calling out to you the most. Finally, step seven, when making hard decisions, Ask yourself these two questions. 
Does this decision align with my life's calling or purpose? Or does this decision align with my personal values? This one has been super instrumental in helping me to kind of drop from my head into my heart, listen to my intuition and make the right decision even when I'm stuck between two heart choices because it truly captures the essence of the other steps. And I find that when I ask myself these questions, I'm able to consider and honor the life path that I'm on. I'm able to be authentic and, you know, loving to myself and others who might be disappointed in my decision. And it really allows me to release fear, shame, and guilt and really allow me to sit in that discomfort and not shake or, you know, backtrack in my decision because I've really taken time to reflect on those major questions. So these are the steps that have really allowed me to embrace the discomfort when it comes to making hard or potentially life-changing decisions and no longer look at discomfort from only a fear-based or disempowering perspective. I just realized that this whole episode, I've been calling these tips steps. They're more tips than steps because you don't actually have to follow them in a specific order. These are just tips to guide you as you make hard decisions. So I'm going to go through the seven tips one more time. Tip one, when making hard decisions, do not be attached to the outcome of what the decision is supposed to look like. Tip two, when making hard decisions, let it come from your heart. Tip three, when making hard decisions, think about some of the hard decisions you've made in the past and what their outcome was. Tip four, when making hard decisions, let go of the fear of making the wrong decision. Tip five, when making hard decisions, let go of the idea of pleasing others. Tip six, when making hard decisions, know that peace and discomfort can hold the same space at the same time. And finally, tip seven, when making hard decisions, ask yourself two questions. Does this align with my life's calling or purpose? And does this align with my personal values? That is it for today's show. I hope that this episode was helpful to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Till next time, peace and love always, always, always. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button to rate and review this podcast. And if you're truly loving this podcast, I suggest you follow us on Instagram at a word to the wise pod. Also, if you have any suggestions about episodes or things you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, please feel free to email a word to the wise pod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.